about Mumbai Muse looking ahead to the autumn because she trialled the other day on Monday at Royal Ramwick. She was obviously very good, I thought, in the spring, in September, when we saw here with the T-Rose, the Furious, etc. What's in store for her in the autumn? Yeah, I was, I was wrapped with her trial on Monday. Um, she seems to have come back in, in really good order. Um, I think at this stage she'll probably have another soft trial in a couple of weeks' time at uh, Rose Hill, and then the plan would most likely be to run in the Light Fingers first up on the 17th of uh, February, and from there that'll sort of determine which way we which way we head with her. I'm hoping if she sort of gives the indication that stretching out a bit further won't be an issue, then that'd certainly bring a race like the Surround into calculations. Um, if it looks like she needs to go back to sprinting short course racing, then we'd have to sort of reassess and, and maybe look at Melbourne because unfortunately they just don't cater for sprinting three-year-olds here in Sydney too well. What about uh, Blanc de Blanc? Because she does look like uh, a sprinting three-year-old filly. So does that mean we're going to see a lot of her in Melbourne? Yeah, it just seems to be the way. I mean, I've had, as other stables have, you know, had to program these sprinters to go to Melbourne at this time of year because, as I said, they just don't provide those sort of races here in Sydney. So um, she'll most likely go to Melbourne to run first up at Caulfield on the 10th of Feb in the... Um, it used to be the Kevin Hayes Stakes. I'm not quite sure if it's got a new name now, but um, that's uh, Group 3 for, for three-year-old fillies over 1,100 at Caulfield. So she'll most likely head there to run first up there. Well, uh, there's always people listening to this program, Michael. Always. I know that for a fact. So what would you like to see in New South Wales for three-year-olds what what is there anything you've got in mind or an, an idea do you think that we should add some six seven furlong races yeah look i i just i feel it's it is a bit of a, a sort of recurring theme with with the programming i think it just it, they don't cater i don't believe strongly enough for, for sprinting three-year-olds phillies or colts um you know you have these 1200 meter races that they can run in which is fine but then they tend to just stretch out further from there, um, whereas it, for whatever reason, Melbourne does seem to cater better for the sprinting three-year-olds. So uh, I think it's something that needs to be looked at. I've, I've mentioned it previously, so um, you know, hopefully it will get looked at at some stage because I think it, it is a bit unfortunate when you've got these, and I'm, I'm so certain I'm not the only trainer. Um, with, no. With, with sprinting three-year-olds, that, that you, know, you sort of consistently have to look at the Melbourne program to, uh, to find suitable races for them. Well, I'm sure that it, uh, obviously, with that being said now, and as I said, people always listening, you never know what might appear on future programs. <laughs> you never, never know. Uh, a couple of other horses that trialled for you as well on Monday because they're the big guns starting to come back, uh, you know, into stable life and into permanent racing throughout the carnival. Uh, I was very impressed with Hippie Parar and Queen of the Ball. I thought they trialled very nice. Yeah, yeah, they're, uh, they, they seem to have come back well. Um Hippie Barrar, I was wrapped with her trial. And again, she'll probably head to Melbourne, um, being a, uh, you know, the sprinting type of three-year-old filly. So she may well end up running in the same race as Blanc de Blanc yet. We'll just wait and see. Um, and Queen of the Ball, wrapped with how she's come back. Um, we're looking at maybe running her in the Rubiton on the same day at Caulfield. Because, um, uh, you know, it'd be nice to try and target a 
a couple of races that, at a slightly higher level than what she's already won at. She's won four times at Group Three level, so you know the uh, the owners would, would be keen to try and try and win a race at Group Two or even Group One level um, if possible, because this you know potentially would be her last sort of campaign before you know looking at a stud career. So you know we'll be trying to target some of those uh, some of those high quality races for her. And Moravia, another one as well from the trial. Uh, which actually ran third behind Queen of the Ball and Hippie Para. I remember changing to you about this particular cult before the run of the Rose, and you said, look out. And then even leading into the Golden Rose, um, where things didn't go to plan, he, he's a very talented horse. He is, yeah. I mean, it, it was unfortunate, I think, at the last run of his prep, which was his first racing prep last time in, in the Coolmore, he... Um, he sort of didn't really go up the straight, and it might have been right at the back end of a, of a sort of decent campaign. Um, but he seems to have come back really well. I was wrapped with his trial Monday. Um, he'll most likely go at this stage into the uh, Eskimo Prince on the 10th of Feb, um, and then from there we'll, we'll sort of map a, a program going forward. But he's a, he's a very talented young horse, so looking forward to what he might be able to do during the autumn. And do you think, again, sprinting type, or is he a horse that can get out and in trip, you feel? I think I think he definitely, as he showed in the Golden Rose, where I think he was a bit unlucky, um, you know, I think 1,400 is, is well within his grasp. Um, beyond that, probably unlikely. I think he's essentially, you know, a, a five-and-a-half, six, seven furlong horse. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll get, at this stage, get through the Eskimo Prince and then work out which way we, we head with him from there. One thing I like about uh, our show, Michael, is we've got a text line, which punters obviously listen to and they can text in. And if it catches my eye, I can ask you. And there is a text mm. here about another two-year-old you've got um, called Manal uh, from the Emirates Park team, a Tassort filly, who we have seen obviously win a gym crack and then put away for 14 weeks, two trials... Um, one in January on the 22nd. When will she appear at the races, this filly? Um, at this stage, the plan is to run her Saturday week at Rose Hill in the Witten Stakes, um, 3rd of Feb. And, uh, you know, hopefully if she can come back and put a hand up there, then she'd sort of go through a bit of a traditional, you know, slipper path, which may take in races like the Silver Slipper and... Riesling or Sweet Embrace, that type of program. But, uh, yeah, at this stage, she'll step out first up Saturday week. And she's pretty clever, isn't she? Yeah, look, I, I think she's made good physical improvement from the spring. Um, I thought she could run well in the gym crack. She perhaps surprised me a little that she was able to sort of win uh, that day just because she was still, I think, at that stage a bit immature and, and just doing it on raw ability, whereas I think she's furnished a lot since then. Um, and I've been really pleased with both of her trials. Um, so she profiles quite well as a, you know, uh, a slipper candidate, um, and I guess we'll sort of just find out over the next six or eight weeks whether she's uh, a genuine contender or not, but I'm wrapped with her at the moment. We're chatting with Michael Freeman this morning. Uh, Michael, uh, we're going to have some fields through for uh, Warwick Farm Friday shortly. A super maiden, I see you've got Spanish Fox nommed. Are you going to accept there? Yeah, we've accepted for him there. Um, I was I was very happy with his first up run at Wyong a few mm. weeks back. Um, he's a bit of a work in progress. He's a bit of a you know a bullhead in terms of his, his sort of 
so laid back and doesn't really know what it's, what it's all about at this stage. But I thought it was a very good effort, and I think 1400 would definitely suit him a lot better. So uh, yeah, as long as uh, as long as he draws okay there on on Friday, that'd be the plan to run him there. All right, and a couple of other horses I see nommed uh, for the stable, obviously, because you've got a big weekend. But at Newcastle on Saturday, a runner called Cape Size. I know this one's... Uh, we can maybe put a line through Kembler. Are you expecting a much better run this weekend? Yeah, I am. I, uh, you know, Back on top of the ground? I, I ran him first, first up on a heavy nine there at Kembler, and he didn't really handle the conditions. But mm. unfortunately, until you run horses on it, you really, you're only really ever guessing. So... Um, you know, we'll steer clear of wet tracks in future, I think. But, um, yeah, I think a big track like Newcastle, 1,500 metres, and hopefully, you know, on what should be a, a pretty good uh, firm track will suit him a lot better. Um, so, you know, all things considered, I'd, I'd be hoping we could see a much improved run there. Great to talk with you this morning, mate, um, and look forward to seeing how Spanish Fox goes Friday and also these other horses that trial very, very nicely on Monday return to the track. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Dave. No problem. Michael Friedman.